Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, are you into werewolves, mad sciences, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. The following podcast contains... Only I didn't say fudge. And for gosh sake, watch your language. Watch your profanity. Right, I'm sorry. Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you opened your mouth and all those lies just came out. What the hell were you thinking? I'm your host, Dave Bledsoe, and this is a Friday, June 17th, 2016, Love the Way You Lie edition of the show. We talk about all the lies we want to believe in, but really know we shouldn't. Stay tuned! The What the Hell Were You Thinking podcast is brought to you this week by Earl's Elite Excrement Expediters. We got this shit. Earl's Elite Excrement Expediter specializes in the aggregation, processing, and transportation of fecal material. No job is too big for Earl's. Earl's trained excrement excavators are on call 24-7 to handle any amount of shit. Whether it's a tiny little load to tell someone to get out of a social occasion, or the massive load of bovine byproduct for a political rally, we'll make it all go away. Download our web app and all of your shit needs are covered. Swipe to the right for delivery, swipe to the left for cleanup. Earl's Elite Excrement Expediters. We know our shit. Uh, all different ages of voters, including these very, very young voters. Uh, well, not voters, actually. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. I'm Brayden. One of them was wearing a Trump mask. I'm 10. <laughs> I'm 12. I'm 9. So, 9. You said under that Trump So, obviously, you're not really going to be voting this time. But if you could vote, would you vote for Trump? Yeah. Why? It's because he's not a liar, such as uh, Hillary. Hillary lies a lot. She, she should be in jail for the things that she's already done. I want him to build the wall. So. I agree with her and him. They're more on message than Donald Trump. The third kid who's in a Trump mask says, like, underneath, like, I agree with both of them. Because there's like, a Trump mask on, <laughs> which he wouldn't take off. Yeah. Where do I even begin? How do I even begin? I mean, fuck me. I know I have to talk about this week, but part of me just wants to curl up in the corner and listen to 80s music on a loop because that's how I cope with grief. Maybe I remember the 80s through the lens of my childhood, but I'm listening to some pure bubblegum pop from that time. All I can think of is a country where the hair was big, everyone wore pink, and no one thought that was weird, and the worst thing that ever happened in a gay club was someone put Journey on the jukebox. But of course, that... Vision of America is total bullshit. The 80s were a time full of fear, hate, and lies. And the only reason that I waxed nostalgic for them was my own ignorance. And that's what we got to talk about tonight. The ignorance, the hate, the fear, and most of all the lies that we all just keep trying to believe. You know what? This is a bad idea. Oh, it is. It really is. But we got to do it anyway. So, recapping the week, last Saturday, a young man armed with an AR-15 derivative rifle and a handgun walked into a gay nightclub in Orlando and started shooting. As of this recording, he killed 49 and wounded 53 and later died in a standoff with Orlando police. The shooter was born in Queens, New York. 
his parents immigrated from Afghanistan in the 1980s. Let me repeat that the shooter was born in New York City because that's important. He was, from what we know, of the Islamic faith, though it is increasingly clear that his religious faith was status-complicated. He was employed as a security guard at a juvenile detention facility by a private contractor, had a license to carry a concealed weapon, and had purchased the weapons used in the nightclub shooting legally shortly before the incident. We also know that he's been investigated by the FBI on at least two previous occasions for suspicions of ties to radical Islamic terror groups. He allegedly abused his ex-wife and had demonstrated erratic behavior in front of his co-workers. Before he attacked the club last Saturday, he called 911 and pledged his allegiance to ISIS. Though he's made other statements like that, pledging his allegiance to every group over there, most of whom are actually trying to kill each other, so his actual motives and loyalties are somewhat suspect. Finally, we have several reports that the shooter frequented the same club he attacked, was active on gay dating apps, and was most likely a closeted gay man. The fuck is that? Who's fucked up in that? Since the shooting, the largest mass shooting in American history, by the way, Americans did what we do when one of these things occurs. We change our profiles, our social media profile pictures. The president makes a statement. The Republicans make a counterstatement. The press writes a lot of stories about gun control. And we all settle down to wait for the next mass shooting without ever actually doing anything. That's normal. Moving on. I guess normal is a relative term because the presumptive nominee of the Republican Party made some comments which for him are are quite normal. You know, dancing on the bodies of the dead and applying that President Obama is a secret Muslim plotting the destruction of the United States. When depression's just status quo. The walking violation of human rights and human decency we laughingly call Donald Trump has, on a good day, at best, a nodding association with the truth. But he decided in his foreign policy speech, which was utterly foreign to any coherent policies, giving and post-Orlando shooting, to not only ignore the truth, but to have a couple of guys pull up in a panel van, put a sack over the truth's head, take it down to the docks, and apply a pair of cement shoes. Even when he did tell the truth, it is... At best, a skewed version of the truth, a Salvador Dali interpretation of the facts that make me want to scream, slide sideways into another dimension, and make it all go away. It would be one thing if it were just Trump being Trump, because expecting honesty out of Trump is on par with expecting Bernie Sanders to quit politics and take a position as CEO of Goldman Sachs. That's just not going to happen. No shit. But the turgid ball of orange bile with a shih tzu stapled on his head is not the only one practicing the art of bullshit. He's just a master of it. A fucking black belt. All of us, every single American, including me, is living with all these lies, all these fabrication, all of this bullshit 
as if it were really real. We've gotten so adept at assimilating fiction into our collective reality, we make Disney World look like the Smithsonian. We live a lie, and the only way to ever get free of the lies is to stop cold turkey and embrace the ugly reality like Gavin taking a naked selfie in the bathroom mirror. No. No, man. Shit, no, man. You know, the lies. Like supply-side economics, trickle-down theory, welfare to work. If you like your doctor, you can keep him. Death panels. You will have enough money to retire on. Any used car purchase. I swear it wasn't me, Mom. I promised to pull out, baby. Oh, don't worry, I'm on the pill. Communism is a valid system of government. Libertarians are actually socially liberal that third-party candidates have a chance of even being elected. I didn't get your text message. I'm sorry. The check is in the mail. Oh, wow. I didn't even see you over there. Baby, I would never cheat on you. The Tooth Fairy, the Easter Bunny, Santa Claus, and that Frosted Lucky Charms are magically delicious. I'm not a racist, but... Or some of my best friends are gay. There's no pay gap. What are you talking about? There is a missile gap. The government will only use your information in pursuit of terrorists. Corporations are people, and you are a valued employee. Quality is job one. 30 minutes or less. Money back guarantee. There are good jobs at Walmart. The domino theory. The dominoes is actually pizza. Objectivity in the media. Oh my God, it's not because he's black. Uh, Even more, not because she's a woman. I would never not vote for someone based on their skin color. The installer will arrive at your apartment between 12 and 2 p.m. And of course, the customer is always right. Our world revolves on bullshit and without it, apparently, we cannot function. But I'm here today to talk about the big lies, the huge ones. Here's one, here's one. This is a big giant pile of elephant shit that's been around so long we've taken to call it in a coffee table in the living room of America. Guns. There are two sides to this lie. The first side is the pro-gun side where those who firmly believe guns are necessary and essential part of their lives. That their Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms is the first fundamental freedom. That they need guns for protection, for hunting, or to oppose tyranny. don't. Sorry. No, actually not sorry. You just don't. This fantasy you all hold that your guns are doing something for you, it's a fucking lie. You know it's true. I know it's true. The NRA knows it's true. The dead corpse of Charlton Heston rotting in his fucking grave knows this is a lie. In the 21st century United States of America, you do not need a gun. Maybe, 
Maybe if you're living in the Alaskan bush and you need to fend off a hungry bear, but for someone living in the suburbs or the exurbs or the quote country unquote where there are cell phones, internet, and electricity to to power all your cell phones and computers, your gun is no more needed to keep you safe than a eunuch needs birth control. You want guns? You like guns. They make you feel safe. But that's part of the lie. You know what makes you safe? That we live in a civilized society. That's it, y'all. Everything else is illusion. You might still get murdered, but no gun will really stop that. In fact, it will probably help. Now, here's the flip side to that lie. We ain't gonna get rid of no guns. Ever. Sure are you? Oh, that's 100%. You see, we all live with the lie that if we just passed a law or enforced the laws we have or did something legal-like, we could make this gun problem go away. There are over 300 million guns in the United States. There are enough guns for every man, woman, and child to go armed in this country with some left over for the real douchebags to have a whole bunch of them. They are not going anywhere. Do you really think people, the kind of people who own that many fucking guns, are just going to give them up? Turn them over meekly because we ask? Minutes. Think positive, Frank. Oh, you be positive. I'll be realistic. In the distant future, when archaeologists dig through the ruins of America, although if Trump gets elected, it may just be like five or ten years, they're going to find this entire layer that is nothing but guns. We have reached the gun event horizon, where it is no longer possible for us not to have guns. You want to believe we can fix this. You need to believe we can fix this. But this is as big a lie as the shit the gunstrokers tell themselves about needing about the guns. Hey, here's a fun lie that the good old shit stain on the national underwear loves to tell people and people want to believe. Terrorism is actually a legitimate threat. They are coming to get you. No, they aren't. They don't give a shit about you. Your odds of dying in a terrorist attack, forget the labels, folks, domestic, foreign, whatever, are 1 in 20 million. Unless you're planning on vacationing in Damascus this year, or hell-bent on seeing downtown Kabul, you're not going to die in a terrorist attack. You are slightly more likely to die in a mass shooting. Slightly, I mean, but 1 in 12 million. So that's really a huge leap, but still... Pretty fucking small, odds-wise. Now, I could list a whole bunch of things that are, that are statistically more likely than you dying or being injured in either one of these events, but honestly, I don't want you worrying about dying in a fucking pogo stick accident. If you want something reasonable to worry about, how about this? The National Safety Council shows that statistically, your odds of being injured in an assault by firearm are 1 in 358, and that's a difference of uh, 12 million, excuse me, 11 million 199,642, statistically. I mean, shit, it just ain't like it used to be, is it? Fuck me, people used to love to live the lie that once upon a time, things were perfect. We lived in this utopia, this beaver-cleaver bullshit that if we just turned back the clock and went back to the way it once was, we could all get our jobs back, our families would never break up, 
Drugs were something only Negro jazz musicians did, and kids were respectful. You want to know the truth about the past? Particularly the past Americans all call the Golden Age. It fucking sucked. And we had, oh, we had great jobs at the factory. Really? Did you? Sure, I guess if you call standing 14 hours a day on an assembly line, pressing the same goddamn button over and over again, stamping out a metal part for a Frigidaire, better, oh, wait, fine. I mean, the way I read it is a bunch of you worked your asses off so your kids wouldn't have to stand on that line, sent them to college so they could get jobs in an office. People were still poor, there were drunks, wives were beaten, kids were hungry, families lived in shacks, and only a small slice of America lived that perfect little dream of a house in the suburbs with a TV and mom making dinner. Most poor white people... The ones that all seemed to want those days back so much lived pretty much like they do now, in a shitty house with a shitty job and their shitty family and their shitty lives end early. God, white people love lies more than any other people. The white plight lie. Oh, it's tied to the gun lie, the terror lie, and all the lies that come after this one. Oh, white people, white men love the lie because they aren't allowed to say and do things the way they've always been allowed to do before. They can't say the things or do the things because it's all political correctness. The blacks and the Latinos and the gays and the women, they can say and do anything they want, but poor white men are oppressed because... Because, I guess because they can't say nigger and fag and mixed company anymore? I mean, they can say it, so we should be able to say it too, right? Shut the fuck up! One single iota of tenuous power. You think you can push everyone around? I understand. Junior high must have been kind of tough. I know we laugh at you, Janice. Would feel sorry for you. I do feel sorry for you. But as it stands, will you behave? I feel I can speak for the entire office. What I tell you, go fuck yourself. I mean, that's the lie that drives the entire Trump campaign. Angry, ignorant white people who feel put upon that modern society denies them their God-given right to be fucking giant dickheads. God-given right. Oh, that's the whopper of a lie. We... Most of us mutually masturbate too, so we can finally drop off into a nightmare-haunted sleep. I mean, you're going to love this one, I promise. There's a God who loves this. This one just pisses me off. Because on at least some level, dude in Miami was operating on the idea that there's a God who loves him, and that if he only kills enough fags, that God will forgive him for being a fag himself. Right, I know. This lie, the greatest bullshit story ever told, as Carlin said, is much worse than the guns because even if God himself were to exist and he came down and made every single gun disappear in a poof and then turned, looked at us, shook his finger and said, no more killing, this time I mean it, 30 seconds after he was gone, someone would be beating someone else with a sharp, sharp rock because they thought that he was talking about not killing people who call him God by the same name as they did. As long as this lie is around, we will always be killing each other with the same zeal and delight 
as has been going on throughout history. And this lie is never going away, no matter how bad we want it to, no matter how bad we need it as a species to. People are going to perpetuate this horrible bullshit because it makes them feel special. Oh, and that, my friends, my fellow traveler, that one is the master lie of them all. The one lie to rule them all, and in the stupid bind them. We need to believe we're special. The myth of being important, that in all the infinite universe... You are special. You're not. Never were. This is the lie we all cling to because we don't want to wind up sitting alone in the dark, clinching a bottle of whiskey and talking into a microphone in a shitty apartment in Harlem. We need this lie to solve the wounds of living day to day, month to month, year to year, from birth to death, with the illusion that any of this shit matters. It doesn't. You Me, your kids, your best friend that you kind of wish was more than the friend. The kid upstairs that never starts stomping and that never stops stomping on the floor. Anderson Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence. Yes, even your pot dealer are but one of billions of humans on this planet right now. Not even taking into account all the people born and dead before you and all the other ones that were born and die after you're gone. We inhabit an unremarkable planet circling an unremarkable star in an unremarkable galaxy, one amongst billions in an estimated 100 billion galaxy. And you have the audacity to believe that you are in some way special. Really? That you do, you sorry son of a bitch. All of these other lies orbit this lie. Title locked asshole facing out around the mass of bullshit that says humanity is the center of the universe. And anyone who's ever seen a tornado tear through a trailer park understands the universe does not give a shit about humanity or even the people that live in trailer parks. So I gotta ask you, are you broken yet? I've been crying for like... 20 minutes now. It's so sad. Good. You should be. Because I'm not going to turn this around and build you all back up right here at the end of the show. Nope. I'm going to revel in the utter futility of it. We're all fucked. All of us. We live in a disintegrating society filled with guns and god-botherers. The national ties that bind are frayed like the shoelaces of a fat kid, too big to bend down and tie them. The great American experiment is coming to a close, and all of the data points towards building a time machine, traveling back to 1776, and shooting the Founding Fathers with an AR-15 before they do something as fucked up as declaring independence for England. We are a fucked as a country fucked as a species, doomed to a slow, strangling death on a rapidly heating shit pot of a planet. Everything you ever loved is a lie, and someday soon, it will all be gone. Look, okay, I know I sound delusional, but it's true. You want me to tell you that things are going to be okay? That things are going to work out? That this is just a little bump on the road? You want me to pile more shit on the great American compost heap? I'm not going to do it. Tired of being all sunny, kumbaya, everything is going to be all right. Because as long as we keep believing the lies, 
keep propagating the bullshit, it's going to get worse. You want to know why we have Donald fucking Trump as the Republican nominee with at least a plausible chance of being elected? Because of the lies. You want to know why Hillary Clinton is just another cog in the endless machine of the status quo we keep putting in office to keep things from getting much worse instead of just a little worse? The lies. Great brother, do another piece of pull watch trash. You want to know why we accept 28 dead children in Connecticut or nine dead African Americans in a South Carolina church or 49 dead gay people in a Florida nightclub because of the lie. We live the lie. We love the lie. We need the lie to keep us all going. Rather than accepting that shit is bad and that the best we might possibly do in the long long term is make it less bad, we keep letting the lie of the perfect fuck with the possibility of getting slightly less shitty which is a hell of a lot better than where we're going now. These lies, all of them, we can't make them go away, but we can learn to live with them and admit that they exist. And I really, really wanted to close the show on an up note. Find some way to bring this all back around and rah-rah this motherfucker back to the funny with a clever metaphor or a cheerful closing. But I can't, because tomorrow when I wake up with my hangover... These lies are still going to be there. The guns will still be there. Trump will still be there. The universe will still be there as uncaring as ever. And I learned how to live with all of those lies a long time ago when I first pinned a badge on my chest and shortly thereafter figured out that I couldn't stop bad things from happening to anyone. All I could do was put the pieces together after it happened and hope that someone found solace in the wreckage. I stared into the abyss that is the human condition before I was old enough to legally buy the booze that I continue to use to numb my brain after staring into that black. What I do know is we can't continue like this. Maybe we need new lies that tell us happy things, like everyone is special because no one is special. That we can find a way to live with all these goddamn guns without using them to kill each other. That we might find a way for people to believe in God without being such insufferable pricks about it. Maybe we can find a lie that lets us go to sleep at night and wake up in the morning and there isn't a demented orange gentle to wart with the snowball's chance in hell of becoming president. That we may just be specks upon the infinite map of the universe. And but one amongst billions in our little corner of the universe. And a world we try to just make a little bit better place to be. We can try to learn to love a new lie, a bright and beautiful lie, because yes, the lie is what we have, but maybe we can choose which lie to believe, or not. But we really should do something about that customer's always right bullshit, because I've been on both sides of that lie, and the customer is always fucking wrong. That is it for this really fucking depressing show. My God, the past two or three weeks have just been an awful shit show in a very real and literal sense of the word. I mean, poor Gavin is now afraid to come out from under his desk because, and begging you. He's begging you to stop sending him death threats. 
We promise we're never going to do a show about Hillary or Bernie ever again. We also promise that next week will be a happier show unless we have another mass shooting, which is so incredibly possible. Then all bets are off. You can follow the grim reality of the show on Twitter at the hell underscore podcast or on the show name on Facebook. All of these shows are on SoundCloud and also at www.whatthehellpodcast.com. For me, producer Gavin, who is a broken shell of a man, and all the other fictional people on this show, we'd like to say we're going to sit here and watch it burn. That's all right, because drinking helps the hurt. We'll sit here and hear the cries. That's all right, because we love the way you lie. We'll see you next week. Well, that's all right because I love the way you lie. I love the way you lie. I can't tell you what it really is. I can only tell you what it feels like. And right now it's a steel knife in my windpipe. I can't breathe but I still fight. Well, I can fight as long as the wrong feels right. It's like I'm in flight. High off a of love, drunk from my hate. It's like I'm huffing pain. I love her the more I suffer. I suffocate right before I'm about to drown. She resuscitates me. She fucking hates me. And I love it. Wait, where you going? I'm leaving you. No, you ain't come back. We're running right back. Here we go again. It's so insane. Cause when it's going good, it's going great. I'm Superman with the wind in his back. She's no lane, But when it's bad, it's awful. I feel so ashamed. I snap. Who's that dude? I don't even know his name. I laid hands on him. I never stoop so low again. I guess I don't know my own strength. Just gonna Seltzer Kings Podcasts.